ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Ai te e te iwi te nākautau katoa. Uh, te neira e miatuana. Kia ora tātou. Uh, kia ora everybody. Uh, this is the first time I've done this actually uh, live from my computer um, rather than normally from my phone. So it's something different for me. Uh, hoi anō. Uh, just want to get us all sorted uh, so that we can do the same karaki we've been doing for the last little while uh, and to get ourselves ready. So kātiake. Kia uh, karakia tātou. Anā, uh, we've been going over this for a while now, so hopefully you're all sorted and uh, are getting used to the rhythm of this karakia. Mai a mai a mai a maranga kia atu ki te rangi e tui o nei mai a maranga te papa e takoto ake nei kia Mai are are ki roto, mai are are ki wao, e uru ora, e uru ora. Tina, tina toka te mana waora, mana waora ki te waka tipua, mana waora ki te waka tawito, o mai te mauri ora. Ko te ora i te pū, i te wau, i te aka, i te tāmore tēnei, te ora kā tupu, 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 nunu, i te ora tupu, tupu, roro, te ora rere mai, te wai ora, ka uru ora, ka uru ora e ai, hui e taiki e. Nō reira taiki e kia tātou i roto i tēnei pō. Me te miiake, ki tātou me ngā kaupapa maa o te wā. It's been, um, it was actually nice to have a weekend, uh, a Sunday, and to uh, chill out with the family uh, and um, connect with wānau around the country and around the world. Um, anyway, I'm back here again now. And tonight's kaupapa is about tangihanga. And specifically, uh, I've done quite a bit of work in the last week or two, probably two weeks. Um, uh, I could see what was happening with uh, the preparation for the lockdown. And I did a post about this about two weeks ago, that we need to get ready for um, the change of tangihanga. And tangihanga has been that institution for us as a people where we've been able to maintain our culture uh, but uh, with the alert level things are changing and as they change uh, that also means that tangihanga uh, won't actually happen the way we know them and there have been so many limits put on tangihanga and so what I thought I'd do is I'd just go through a few things 
And as I go through those few things, um, I'll make sure that we uh, also uh, cover off some key points that are different so that we can get prepared. Um, and sadly, in the last two weeks, there have been some wano who um, have had to make hard decisions. And the more that we have these conversations, the more it's going to help us. So tangihanga, if we think about tangihanga, tangi is to uh, cry, uh, and hanga is an intensifier. I'm not very good at all of the technical tangas of, of uh, the language, but yeah, it's a wiore. <laughs> and so tangihanga means to continually cry. And um, you'll also hear some tribes say uhunga, including my own. Uh, but basically, uh, the rules are that only the people in your bubble are allowed to attend the tangi. And so if somebody in my household passed away, there's four of us here, um, it would only be us three with the two pāwhaku. Um, not, not my family around the corner or down the road or anything else. And that's the changes that have happened. And, and it, is a, it is about um, preparing, uh, making sure that um, we don't pass on the virus to each other. Uh, and it's bloody hard. It's real hard. Um, but I do get it. I do get it. I think about as a child being taken around many urupa and seeing... Um, all the mass graves at home. And then also learning about uh, some of our marae that were completely wiped out. And the only uri of those kainga, those marae that lived, happened to be uri that went at those kainga during the influenza. And so it, it kicked us to touch, it wiped us out. Um, and uh, it's important for us to prepare prepare that um, we won't be able to go to these tangihanga. And so when you think about what are the key things that happen during a tangihanga, the first thing is when you get the phone call, ko mate a mea, somebody has passed away. So that karanga of mate is um, going to change because we're in bubbles. So you can't just jump in your car and go around um, to share your love because uh, somebody has passed away and because um, we need to maintain our bubbles. Uh, there has been quite a bit of work over the last two weeks with a number of people advocating to or fighting to say we need to um, provide a bit more flexibility. And so um, some flexibility has been given uh, and the fact that the bubble is now allowed to attend uh, and so if somebody has passed away, uh, you get the phone call, you can't go straight to the, to the house. Um, however, those in the bubble can then go to the funeral directors with their two papaku. Or if the two papaku dies in the, um, uh, in the hospital, and so long as you don't need um, the coroner to do an autopsy, then it's sweet, it's straight through, it's straight to the um, 
the funeral home where you then get to um, uh, spend a, a short time. Uh, the other thing is generally, and it's general because things are still in transition, um, generally uh, the two oh, the two, two papaku will have to be buried within a, a certain time. Uh, and at the moment it's looking like 24 hours, or soon to be it will be 24 hours, roughly. And um, we've got to find ways to work through this. In addition to that, uh, whānau pani, um, whānau pani um, usually in many tribes don't do anything. Um, but through this time, whānau pani are going to have to do most of the, the um, big carrying. And what I mean by that is doing doing the karakia rather than waiting for, for a relation to arrive, he'll do the karakia for you. And Wano Pari are going to have to do a lot of things if you want your mate to have a karanga um, then and, and a karakia um, all of that stuff will have to be done by the Wano Pani. And so it's so it's pretty freaky stuff, eh? It's pretty freaky stuff and um it's scary stuff. Uh, but the sooner we have the conversations, um the better it will be for us to process like once it hits you, it'll still be hard. Uh, and I'm talking now because I've had two weeks to process this myself as I've continually hassled government officials to find out more um, so that you could write, so I could write a paper to give guidance and I've already posted that up um, in previous posts. Um, but also my Uncle Richie, um, he used to always... Uh, Whenever we go to Hui, he'd ask everybody, so what do you want done for you? So I know whether I'm fighting for you or not. And um, and then sometimes when we'd go home, he'd go to me, boy, yeah, 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 I don't care what they say, I'm going to take them anyway. <laughs> so because of that, uh, I was always uh, quite used to, uh, I'm, I'm actually really comfortable about talking about death. Um. The other other thing to note is that um, when you get to the Urupa, so from the funeral home, it's straight to the Urupa. And um, you need to make sure that you've got good relationships with your local funeral directors. And, and some funeral directors have got no cultural sensitivity. They don't care. They just want the money. Um, and... The sooner we become funeral directors, and we've already got a great example of that with um, the Tipines, um, but the sooner we become uh, funeral directors, the better it will be for us because we need to um, make sure that there's a bit more um, of our tikanga included. And then again, some are really good. Anyway. Uh, so you go straight to the Urupa. Uh, and uh, for me here in Hamilton, I'm not allowed to be taken home. So we already know there's no inter-regional travel. And so according to the rules, I'm not allowed to be taken home. So I have to make a decision whether I want to be buried here at a public cemetery 
all with my wife's people, and, and uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, or whether I want to be cremated. And uh, cremation is still a, a big no-no for most of our people. Uh, but we do have to consider that now. I want to go home. And so the big conversation for us is whether I get, if I was to die, um, to have the conversation around uh, cremation. The other option is hahu, um, but the government's silent on hahu, um, and that adds more issues. Um, but it's not a no-no, um, I don't think. So the more we have these conversations, the more we work through things. The other point, which I'm really uncomfortable with, is um, embalming. The reason why I don't like embalming is because it just injects poison into the body. And our, we've got used to all of these Western tikanga, and we think that they're tuturu Māori, but they're not. Um, the body starting to get hunger is what we used to be part of. And one of the reasons why you use kawakawa is because kawakawa wards off the, off, off the smell. Once you rub kawakawa together, it brings off its own smell. And so it was um, used also um, because uh, it had a good smell, which would all ward off the pedo of the two papaku. Um, but yeah, there's there's a whole lot of things that we need to work through. Um, embalming, uh, cremation, uh, and then straight to the urupa. And when you get to the urupa, um, you still got to practice social distancing. And I know of a tangi last week where the grave diggers were the pallbearers and they carried the queer into the, the urupa. A few whānau that live in that little kaina, that little village, um, stood around the urupa, weren't allowed in because of the social distancing thing. Um, and they all had their tangi, but it was hard. It was hard, it was, it was different. And um, the sooner we get through this, and, and have well, the sooner we have the conversation, the more prepared we will be. In addition, once the burial is finished, you'd normally go back to the marae for a kai. But in this case, you'll be going back to your own home, to your own bubble, by yourself. Um, and so you've got to work through how you're going to do your hakari, how you're going to bless the house. And um, so there are options. And I was talking to one of my uncles on the weekend, and um, he says, oh, boy, I've been doing karakias over the phone for years um, because you've just got to be practical. And I, I've been doing them for a little while as well, not as long as uncle, but I've been doing them in the last two years over the phone. Uh, and the awesome thing about the lockdown is we've now got all this karakia. And so if you have to wait a day or two with um, your two papaku at the funeral home and you're at home, another good thing to do is um, have a little shrine, a little ahu, where you have the photo, you might want a candle, it's all up to you, however you do it. And if, if it's your thing, then have a holy picture or whatever. Uh, and you have that little shrine in a special place in your in your whare, probably in your lounge, 
where um, you gather there and you have karakia and you link on to people online or by phone so that at least every morning and every night you've got some formality to help you process in something that's similar and um and i've connected into uh, a zoom karakia last week for a tangi uh, and i did a recording as i said um, to send to australia yesterday uh, for today today and i missed out on um, attending a tangi today on zoom as well but sent my own karakia uh, for the wano and so in short a um, couple of things uh, have the conversations talk to your family talk to your bubble and um, uh, see how it can work um, keep an eye on those who live by themselves or um, only one or two people uh, to connect to those wanaunga so that they are okay if in the event they lose somebody. Uh, another point is no Pani will probably have to do most of the work, uh, the karakia, karanga, etc. Uh, and then um, maintain some formality for morning and evening karakia so it's familiar and it's also a time to cry. The one final bit that um, if you can't, for those that can't get to the urupa, is write a letter to your loved one or do a word dump, just some words on a piece of paper that remind you of that person and, and get the rest of the whānau to do that word dump with you, like a brainstorm. And when you know that those wānau are going to the urupa, then have your karakia and go outside and take that letter that you've written and put a light to it. Be careful, safety-wise, but put a light to it so that you send your love and your prayers or your hokaro up to the heavens to help that loved one, that two papaku of yours, to travel on. And as it travels on, um, know that the awahi, the smoke, will be a prayer to help guide those whanaunga that have passed on. You know, that's just one way. Another way of doing it is getting a row, and you go for your walk and go to the closest river and drop your row into the river from the bridge and send it downstream, knowing that the current that takes that row, once it gets out to the ocean, will connect to where that person is from and their river as well. Um, so there's a couple of options to tuku, tuku hakaro and to help tuku ite waidua, um so that we can work through this. And the, the, the row on the, on the bridge or into the river is what I used to do when I lived in England. Every time somebody passed away, um, I'd put that row into the water uh, and I'd wait until it'd go and I'd sing and I'd do my karakia until I couldn't see it anymore. Is to stand on the Battersea Bridge and just drop it into the Thames and do my thing. And, and it was um, really, really healing. Uh, hakari, blessing the house, all of those different things. And remember, connect with the phone, connect online, 
and if you don't know any karakia, there's a heap of people doing karakia. So get get link into those live streams of karakia to help to help you work through the process of death. Kati, that's a bit long tonight. Um, but I wanted to share that uh, to make sure that um, we can work through this. Noreira uh, e we're going to close with the same karaki we've been learning. And you might notice that occasionally the rangi might change for both the karakia. So I started doing another karakia at the beginning and I realised, I, oh, wakati kaina. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, uh, what I'm trying to do is give you a rhythm and then you feel free to change that to your local rhythm. Because the rhythm uh, for me is a rhythm based on the flow of our rivers and the whistle of our wind. Um, then you go other places, you can hear the ocean as they sing and as they chant. Um, so connect to whatever the rhythm is for you. Katiake, uh, going to uh, finish off now with the karakia that we've also written for this time. And it's a karakia that can help uh, conclude a hui or a kaupapa, including a koho session, uh, and at the same time send life and wellness to all. One, one panui, uh, tomorrow I'm on a, a program called Te Kōkōmuka, uh, which we'll be discussing tikanga and uh, current events during this time uh, with Prauni Gloin, Rangi Mātāmua and Pania Papa. Uh, so that's on tomorrow night uh, from 7.30. Nā reire mi i kawatu ana ki koutou katoa, kia tātou i roto i tēnei pō, te nā koutou, te nā koutou. Here's our karakia, kia ora tātou. Unuhia, unuhia, unuhia te tauru o te rangi, kia tīna, kia oena, kia toka te mana waora, o mai te mana waora, mana waora. Kite wakati pua manawa ora kite wakata wita manawa ora kiarangi noe tu ne purutia purutia kia purutia kia mau ere ere a kite pahu o te ora euru ora euru ora tru tru o iti wakamau a kia tina tina aumia uie taiki. Rire rire au, pai marire. Nā te puni kōkiri e pūtea tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā pūoro Jerome, ngā reo pūoro. Soundtracks from pūoro Jerome.